Tonight's reading is from Acts chapter 1, starting at verse 1, and can be found on page 114 of the New Testament section of your church Bibles. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over the course of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot and Judas son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, together with certain women, including Mary the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. When we pray, sometimes we bow our heads, but as it's Ascension Day, as we pray, we might want to close our eyes, we might want to have them open, but should we raise our heads, gaze uh, at the glorious Jesus who has ascended into heaven? Let's pray. Lord God, we give thanks that you are the risen Jesus, that you have ascended on high, that you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And we give you thanks that all we're able to do is out of all that you have done for us. And so we give you thanks and praise and ask that you would be with us this evening. For we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I hope... Um, you're excited by the idea of um, Mission Sunday. Um, if you've been around at a service already, you may well have seen uh, the format that we're going to have in a few minutes' time. At the 9.15 and the 11, uh, Simon and Mark did a, a great exposition where they found um, all of um, the areas of something called the five marks of mission in one 
passage, and we'll talk about the five marks in a few minutes' time. I'm not quite um, going to be that rounded. I'm not going to uh, achieve that in the same sort of way. But in the evening service, we've been considering the resurrected Jesus, uh, and we've been following from Easter um, until today when Jesus raises um, into heaven. Uh, and actually, this is a great point to have Mission Sunday, um, because in a way, this evening is a springboard. The, the entering of Jesus into heaven is essentially saying, well, it's definitely up to you now. For a long time, before his crucifixion, after his crucifixion, Jesus has been saying to his followers, I will be ascending to the Father. It will be over to you at some point. But at the point at which he ascends into heaven, it definitely sharpens their focus. And so today we heard of that glorious ascension into heaven where Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. And the disciples are there staring up at the sky. Um, And some helpful men robed in white turn up. Let's call them angels. And they say, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking towards heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come the same way as you saw him go into heaven. In that moment, they were being called as well to wait for the Holy Spirit. And that will be something that we celebrate in a week's time come Pentecost. But in the long run, they were being called to be the hands and feet of Jesus until he comes again, until his hands and his feet return back to the earth. And ultimately, that is what mission is. If you wondered what what is mission, mission is being the hands and feet of Jesus until he returns again. Being part of that coming kingdom building it up in as many ways as possible. So mission includes things like evangelism, but it's actually much bigger than that. Jesus did many things to bring about his coming kingdom. If you want to find out a little bit more about the history of the five marks of the mission, Simon in his talk did a really good um, example of, of, or showing how they sort of came about. But Originally there were four, then there were five, then there were sort of almost six, and they went for sort of five and a half. Um, A bit more complicated than you need to know. But over time we worked out, what does mission mean? What does being Jesus until he comes again really look like? And you could write a 2,000-page book on it, but that wouldn't be very useful. So they came up with these five short statements. Um, And as a mission support group, we found them very useful um, in the way that we are thinking. Because it means, are we trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus in as many ways as he was? And of course, we'll only do it in small ways, but we wanted to not miss any ways that he was doing. So this evening, we'll have representatives from each of those marks of mission. Uh, And... They'll be around the room. It's important to know that if someone is representing a mark of mission, that doesn't mean that they're not doing some of the other things that you hear in the other marks. Um, it's just um, sort of a, a way of sort of thinking 
about mission. So, now, listen out for these five. Now, because uh, there are five of them, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to go and visit three of them. Don't worry, I'm going to be standing here in the middle if you get confused. Um, But in a minute, you're going to have an opportunity to spend five minutes with with a mission partner, hearing all that they have, Then I'm going to ring a cowbell, and you're going to see a second one. Ring a cowbell, and you're going to see a third. Um, But it means you're not going to have an opportunity to go and see all five. Um, Sorry about that, but we wanted you to be able to go home as well. Um, So you've got an opportunity to see three of them. So we'll go through the the marks of mission so you can hear them, and also the representative um, uh, person in mission. Uh, for you to hear from them. So, our first mark of mission, this is to proclaim the good news of the kingdom. Now, this is going to be represented by Fiona, and it's going to be over in the Mother's Union Chapel. Um, She's here on behalf of CAS, which is Christians and Sheffield Schools, um, talking about Christianity and faith in schools. So, if that interests you, remember that you'll want to go to the Mother's Union Chapel. The second mark of mission is to teach, baptize, and nurture new believers. And this is going to be Janet and her work in Southeast Asia. Uh, Many of you will know her as she grew up in this church. She will be gathered by the cross behind me. Thirdly, um, there is to respond to human need in loving service. This can look like many, many things. Um, but you will have an opportunity to see Ben uh, at the back, and Ben founded Taste, and that's providing clean water in Nigeria, and they have achieved huge amounts. Uh, If you've not heard Ben before, do go and see that banner at the back. The fourth is to transform unjust structures of society to challenge violence in every kind and to pursue peace and reconciliation. Uh, And for that, we have Elaine and Charlotte of our own evening service congregation um, talking about uh, Tear Fund and the Connected Church partnership that we have in the Diocese of Kilimanjaro, Tanzania. That's the area just in front of the Emmaus Chapel. If you're wanting to go there, you can either go round or if you're going via the music area, do just be careful of any cables. And fifth, and finally, I hope you're remembering these, Uh, the fifth is to strive uh, to safeguard the integrity of creation and sustain and renew the life of the earth, God's good creation. And that will be down here by the guiding flags. Jonna and Jeff are representing two of our mission partners, and they are Hope for the Future, Sheffield-based, and Arosha. Um, So do go down and see them. So, these are the rules of the game. You have five minutes, I'll ring a bell, then you've got about a minute to find your next one. Five minutes to hear um, about your next mission partner, and ring a bell, and after three, we'll gather you back together. All right, three, two, one, off you go.